0: I tell my customers every day that what I'm really selling is freedom because she will never have to experience what so many of our daughters have had to experience and and what we ourselves have experienced right leaking out in math class having to put the sweater you know tied around the waist or sticking a tampon up your sleeve and because she was wearing our saltware, which you know absorbs up to 3 pads worth of flow and now we've come out with our super that absorbs up to 6 pads worth of flow she can put it on and she just wears it every day and doesn't even have to worry about whether you know she's leaking or is going to start her period And so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty exciting to be able to give these to the next generation.
1: Welcome to the Well Drop. own your wellness. We're your hosts, Amber Berger.
2: And Dina Wismer. We are mothers, friends, and wellness warriors who each have experienced our own unique personal wellness journeys.
1: We are your wellness friends here to give you drops of wisdom over the years that actually work.
2: Wellness, what is it really? The struggle is real and we're here to help sift through the noise. So let's jump in. Here at The Well Drop, we are fans of simplifying your wellness routine, and Salt is all about simplifying your period care. It's a company that educates, empowers females to deserve better, putting something healthy in our bodies as well as the environment, which is such an important part of our wellness routines is taking care of the earth around us. So Amber, I'm so excited to hear how you learned about Salt today and how it became a part of your life and to learn more about how it does all these things for women and for the environment.
1: Yeah. So I was introduced to salt when I was actually curating items for my wellness studio in New York that happened to also be called Salt House. So when I found the product, I thought it was a perfect fit. And I really learned it by people that were working for me. They were females that were younger than I, and we were talking about period care. And in that conversation of talking about what do you use, they were talking about period cups. And I was fascinated because I felt like I was living under a rock. i never heard about a period cup. So I was really intrigued and wanted to learn about it. And that's why I brought it into the store because I really love the mission about, you know, doing better for your body and not having single-use products that are also filled with toxins that we will help educate people today. And I love their messaging on really helping females. You know, a lot of women live in poverty and period care is a part of that. And so when they have their periods, they can't go to school, can't go to work, and it was something that really was eye-opening for me. And I fell in love with I started telling all of my friends and family and told them to, you know, shift their habits. And you know, everything- by the way,
2: I remember having that conversation with you right years ago, you came to me and said, Do you use a cup? <laughs> yeah, do you use a cup? I thought it was so interesting,
1: and the best part was that. It was kind of liberating that you can put it in you for 12 hours. So for me, I would really just change it in the shower. And I was really most interested of like, wow, like how liberating is this for our kids? You know, like what a better way. And then, of course, period underwear, you know, got developed and like more things started to come to market um, in the last couple of years. And I thought that that was such an amazing a much nicer way, I think, to be introduced to your period than like having a pad that you're like sitting in and then using these tampons and forgetting them and the stress of, oh my God, am I going to bleed through my clothes? Anyway, so I felt completely liberated when I started using a cup and I really, of course, you know, shared it with my friends, including you And I'm so excited to have the founder with us today to, you know, really educate us on, I think so many women in our, you know, we're in our 40s, in our generation, they still use tampons just out of a matter of practice. We've been doing it forever, right? We're just, that's what we're used to. And why does it matter? And why should you even just try to make the shift? And I think even if you make a small tweak and you don't use, you know, tampons 100% of the time, even if it goes to you know, 90%, any percent less is going to be better for your body. And as you get older, you get more sensitive. So I think it's really important to shine a light on, you know, period care as part of your self-care. And a lot of times it's sort of an afterthought for us. We're excited to welcome Cherie Hager to the show today. She is a mother of six. So she is an incredible woman, entrepreneur, philanthropist, um, and also the co-founder and CEO of Salt, and Salt is a women-owned B Corp that creates reusable and sustainable period care products that replaces disposable pads and tampons. And she champions for the intersection of for-profit and nonprofit models through her social enterprise and leads Salt' social impact mission to end period poverty. Thank you so much for joining us Woo-hoo. today on the WellDrop. We are honored to have you here. It's almost, it's such a full circle moment really for me <laughs> to, you know, I fell in love with your product and the branding was so in line with, you know, my wellness studio at the time. And, um, you know, to circle back and be able to introduce your products to our WellDrop audience is really a pleasure. So on that note, you know, tampons and pads have been the go-to period products from our childhood. Why are these not the best products for our body's overall well being?
0: Yeah. And thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here and to hear your story and how you're introduced to salt. Um, it's a very common journey. People are, you know, see the cup for the first time and say, oh my gosh, what is that? I had that same journey when I started, and I can share that later. But I'll first say that I am a fan of all menstrual products. So I'm grateful for the luxury of having options. I was a tampon and pad user before I was introduced to the menstrual cup. And I'm so grateful for them because, you know, even though I dislike, you know, wearing pads, I prefer tampons. I used to wear a lot of liners to back up my tampon. Um, The fact that we have options is really a first world privilege. And so the first thing that I'll say is just let's talk about access. Let's talk about what the go to options are, because it's really go to for America. But you look at 62% of the menstruating world, and they just lack access at all. They don't have those options. So for those developing nations, what we're really talking about when you when you say you know you know why haven't we been using these? That's the question that I was asking when I first started. Salt is why is the go to option something that most people can't access and they can't afford, and they're all these single use disposables. And that's really the question that brought me to look into reusable options. So. First of all, reusable products are really the answer to ending period poverty because they're long lasting. They can last up to 10 years. Um, We've actually stress tested our cups and discs and they can last up to 40, which is the average reproductive lifespan of the average woman. And so 40 years, as long as they don't lose it, you literally have one product. You know, here's a cup or a disc and this is all you need. You don't need tampons. You need it, you don't need to do period math anymore. You don't need to count how many tampons you need for a week, or how many to have for school or for for when you're traveling. Uh, Along with that, just ending period poverty, right? Reusables are really that answer. But along with that, you also have to look at the health, right? Your health and the health of your body and also the planet. Um, well, pads aren't quite so bad. (laughs) When you look at tampons, you have rayon, you have cotton, you have bleaches, right? The FDA hasn't required a list of ingredients for tampons. And so we, we're just coming to find out a lot of these of these toxins and of these microfibers that are left within our vaginas that are very permeable, right? And they're also very sensitive to these things that we're putting in our bodies. And we're understanding, you know, we should be using organic cotton and so forth. But when you look at a cup that's made out of 100% medical grade silicone, it's just a better option. It's hypoallergenic. Hypoaller- It is biocompatible naturally. It's the same silicone that's used in permanent medical implants, and it also maintains your natural pH. So when you're putting a tampon in your body, it is absorbing your period flow, which is great, but it's also absorbing all of your vagina's natural fluids, whereas a cup just collects it instead of absorbing it. So there's so much to consider when you're considering single-use disposables versus reusables.
2: What's the negative of a tampon absorbing the pH? That's an interest. I knew about the toxins that were in them. and Of course, that makes sense in terms of how that's harmful. This is the first time I've heard about how it alters the pH of our system. Can you elaborate on that a little bit?
0: Yeah. So... The cups and discs can maintain the pH balance because you have all of your natural discharge and your lubrication. And if you're putting a tampon there that's absorbing it all, then it interferes with the acidity. And I don't know the exact specifics, but basically it tries you out. Like, has anyone pulled out a dry tampon? It's not a fun experience, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? And you don't it's have terrible. that same you don't have that same experience. In fact, the lubrication is perfect for putting in a cup or a disc. Um, it acts as a natural lubricant, and you can use.
2: Amber, I have to ask you, lately my skin, when I look in the mirror, it feels like it's looking tired and lackluster. Your skin looks amazing. What do you do on a regular basis? What are you doing to glow the way you glow?
1: You want to learn the secret to aging backwards? I Obviously. discovered an amazing <laughs> company called Young Goose. They are all about a simple skincare system for you to get radiant skin. And I've been using it for over a year and I have never looked back. I find most products don't actually yield results. And all I can do is say, try Young Goose and see what happens and wait for the compliments to start coming in within three months.
2: It's amazing. I'm so excited to try it. How do I find it?
1: You can get a 10% discount code for your first order Using WellDrop, and you can find them online at younggoose.com. Water as well.
2: Amazing. I, as somebody who has a 14 year old daughter who has started her menstrual cycle, how do you introduce a cup? You know, how do you introduce that as a part of her regular care? What advice do you give and, and usage instructions and all of that?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. My oldest is 16, but she started using cup when she was 14, when she got her period. And it was funny because she wanted to try a tampon first. And, you know, she'd been using pads. And I said, you know, your mom owns a reusable cup company, correct? (laughs) (laughs) And she said, I know, mom, but I'm going to try the tampon. And then, you know, maybe I'll try a cup later. And I said, that's fine. No problem. And so she did. And it was funny. She didn't even tell me, but she tried the cup within a week. You know, she had her cycle. And at the very end of the cycle, she decided to put the cup in. And she said, later on, she came to me and she said, Mom, I don't know why anybody uses tampons. Cups are so much more comfortable. And I was just like, (laughs) win! Of all the customer reviews we've had, you know, I felt like that one was the most meaningful for me, is to hear my own daughter enjoy her cup. And we had developed the teen cup with her. So we had, you know, had a teen focus group. So we have one for teens. That's the first thing that I would say. It's a little bit smaller size. I wish I had one right here, but this is our smallest cup. And it's a little bit smaller than this when it comes in fun colors. But specifically, you know, to be able to fit the anatomy of teens or, you know, 10 to 14 year olds. And it's great. But I would say, don't push it, right? You know, all of us need time. Putting something, inserting something in your body is is an experience for everybody the first time around. And some people get it right away and other people need more time and that's okay. So this is why I'm really grateful that we have the period underwear. Um, My second daughter who just started her period this year, she's been using the underwear for quite some time actually. And that's because before you start your period, you start to increase discharge. And it comes, you know, six months to a year before you even start your period. And so she came to me and she said, Mom, what's all this white stuff that's on my underwear? And we ended up throwing away some pairs because of all this discharge. I said, we'll start using our saltware because that's what it does. And so she's been using it every day. And it was funny because I asked her, have you started your period yet? She said, I don't even know because I wear saltware every day. So if I started, (laughs) I don't know. And I'm like, and it just dawned on me, like, that is such a beautiful thing. I tell my customers every day that what I'm really selling is freedom because she will never have to experience what so many of our daughters have had to experience and and what we ourselves have experienced right leaking out in math class having to put the sweater you know tied around the waist or sticking a tampon up your sleeve and because she was wearing our salt wear, which, you know, absorbs up to three pads worth of flow, and now we've come out with our super that absorbs up to six pads worth of flow, she can put it on and she just wears it every day and doesn't even have to worry about whether, you know, she's leaking or is going to start her period. And so it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty exciting to be able to give these to the next generation.
1: I really like that story because my daughter is only nine, but I think from watching either shows or movies... She is asking me, you know, mom, what am I going to do if I got my period in class? Like, do I ask the teacher and what happens? And it really creates a little bit of anxiety for these kids of wondering, when is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? Am I going to look like a mess? Do I need a change of clothes? And so I think it's incredible. And like talking about the liberty that it gives, you know, kids and also adults of wearing underwear that feels just completely like something you wear every day anyways, liberty to not have that stress, right? Everyone always carries that. I can't even believe that it can hold up to three pads worth as well. I think that's so much. And the underwear looks like a normal thin piece of underwear. I actually need to get get one because I haven't been wearing those. I just wear the cups. And I actually felt that way, even with the cups for me, it felt liberating that you can have, you know, go out for the day. It was living in New York City at the time. And I'd be gone from the time my kids, I dropped them off at school until I picked them up You know, going to the gym, going to work, whatever it was, and not having to think about, you know, do I have enough pads on me? Oh, no, I need to get an extra or something like that. And they would hold it. I would say sometimes for my heaviest day, maybe it wouldn't, but now um, I had an IUD at the time. So I think maybe that was contributing to a heavier flow. I'm curious. I think since then it's actually shifted. And it's funny about the pH thing. I wonder if people are, you know, everyone's so different and people are more sensitive than others. That I wonder if you are a tampon user and your body's sensitive and it alters your pH, can that lead to you know UTIs and some other yeast infections and so forth if your body has that propensity?
0: Yeah, I think that there's a lot of effects that we don't know could be attributed to the products that we're putting in our bodies, um, and that's why again I think cups are such a beautiful thing because they're they're really a more natural solution with with collecting the flow rather than absorbing it. And, you know, it's interesting because we hear a lot of people say that once they've started to use cups, that their cramping has gone down. And it's not something that we can, you know, say in marketing, it's not something that we can prove, but we have a Facebook group of over 30,000 people. And it is the number one thing we hear is that when they start using cups, it's reduced their cramping.
2: Wow. It's something that's been in the news lately, I is also being aware of the chemicals in the different brands of period underwear that are out there, how do we know as a consumer what's safe? What should we be looking for?
0: What you're talking about is PFAS, (laughs) or it's called PFAS. It's known as a forever chemical. It's what used to be in Teflon pans, has been out there for so long and unfortunately has been found in everything from our water supply to different carbonated drinks to um, all the paper straws that everybody's been switching to for the environment and realizing that the waterproof coating within the paper straw is PFAS. Anything that is water repellent has really been this chemical. And so you think Scotch Guard, or you think um, anything that you have put on to outdoor clothing, right? I remember for you know my gloves, I would be putting some type of Scotch Guard or water repellent um, chemical on it to be able to repel the snow and ice and so forth. But we are now finding out that that chemical is really leading to a lot of reproductive diseases, to cancers, to a lot of issues. And so the Biden administration is really cracking down on PFAS and there has been PFAS located in some period underwear. And there's been some class action lawsuits around that. So with some of our competitors. So we're happy to report and we've been very transparent on our website and you can find it on our blog posts and in our marketing that we've never treated our underwear with PFAS. We use all natural sustainable and eco-friendly type of fibers. And also um, just in our fabric and our sourcing, everything is ethically sourced. We do use recycled polyester. Um, so there are recycled polyester. We also have natural cotton. So we have options for people depending on what they want, because it can be moisture wicking and cotton is not so much, but it's also breathable. But we, the short answer is that we've been very transparent with what we do and don't put into our underwear and are happy to report that we haven't used the PFAS.
2: So that's what we should be looking right? I mean, with transparency is huge and understanding what you're putting, because as you said, that area is so porous and whatever we use down there will seep into the rest of our body. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Highly
0: permeable. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's great. It's great to have options that you feel good about, as Amber said, that you feel confident that you're, you, you know, what you're putting on your body is safe because I feel, like it takes just a little bit of research to get that comfort level but it's so it's so worthwhile because if you don't you really don't you don't know what you know how the effects as you said and so thank you thank you for being so transparent
0: well and it's very core to who we are so we're a certified B Corp and that means that we really put people and planet up there with profit um, and that's not true for all companies, but I love that this B Corp, this social enterprise revolution is happening with more companies. We've seen so many more companies adopt the B Corp standards, but it's really about doing what's healthy for body and planet and for all of the stakeholders, which includes, you know, everybody that you touch and all your partners and so forth. And especially as a mom of, you know, five daughters who will be using these products, I wanted to make sure that our products were healthy for both, you know, for me, for our team, for all of our customers, for my own daughters. And it's just something that's really core to who we are. And it's very important to us to make sure that it's healthy.
1: Can you talk a little bit about, you know, Salt's mission and sort of the inspiration behind the line and how, you know, there's an element of sustainability and that you're not only helping your body, but also helping, you know, contribute to the environment as well.
0: Yeah, I'll kind of start with our story and how it started, because I think that's really important to our social impact mission and also to our sustainability mission. And that's that my husband and I come from Latin heritage. So he was born in Venezuela and my mom is Argentine. And I was on a phone call with his aunt in Venezuela and she was describing the situation there and political instability and dictatorship and hyperinflation makes for a really bad recipe. And it means that there is no products on store shelves. Um, Very difficult to find just basic you know, personal hygiene items along with food and diapers for children and so forth. So I was having this conversation with my aunt and she said she hadn't seen a pattern tampon in like three years. And I said, oh my goodness, what would you do? And I immediately thought of my five daughters and what I would do in that situation. And all of us that have been through COVID now and have seen how fast store shelves can clear, can get a little bit of a picture into this, but it's been, you know, several years now for the Venezuelan people, they still lack access to so much. And that's when I started looking into reusables and I was introduced to the menstrual cup for the first time as a woman in my thirties, I'm now in my forties. And I thought, well, where has this been all my life? How come I'm an adult woman and am just being introduced to this product. It was invented in the 1930s by an American actress. The first menstrual cup was made out of rubber and it was sad that it hadn't caught on at that time because the core structure of the cup really hasn't changed between all of the brands and so forth. Like a lot of it is very true to her original design, though we've made some really subtle changes that have um, made it best for beginners. But I was introduced to the cup. I tried out several and I just loved it. I love that you could wear it for up to 12 hours, that it lasted 10 years, which means that I never had to visit the tampon aisle again. Um, It was an aisle that that I've never really resonated with. I really don't like the color hot pink and all the flowers and so forth. I'm a blue gal. And that was important for us, too, in our branding to make a little bit more gender neutral branding and also um, some different colors that weren't quite Weren't quite uh, the standard, I would say, (laughs) but I loved that I didn't have to visit the aisle again. I could just have literally, you know, one cup in my purse, one cup in the bathroom. And I was, I was taken care of for 10 years of my life. And as we've learned, like up to 40, that's all you need. And I love that it was non-toxic, that it maintained your pH, that it was better for environment. I'm I'm very sensitive to you know trash and to the amount of disposables that we as consumers um, put into our landfills and waterways and so forth. And I can get into that in a little bit. But that was my journey in being introduced to reusable products when I really questioned why are we still using these same single-use disposables and have been for the past 100 years? How come this menstrual cup hasn't gained steam? Um, I come from a technical writing background. And I said, you know, this is really just a technical writing problem. As technical writers, we take, we take big, ambiguous subjects and we make them more consumable for the average consumer. And so it was just really education. And so we decided to make a beautiful package that would showcase our cups and discs, you know, really put them on a pedestal as something beautiful, something Instagram worthy that could, instead of you know, having these taboos around period care, we could flip it on its head and literally make it beautiful, clean and elevated and showcase it in the same way as the clean beauty care movement as the clean, you know, cleaning products movement and household products movement and extend it to period care. So that was really our mission when we first started salt together. And I wrote my husband in; he's a co-founder as well, um, into <laughs> creating a, our first 3d CAD model of our cup. And it took like 14 different iterations to get it right. But anyway, that, that's what got us started.
2: So with somebody who, I, I'm a novice with the cup. I love the underwear, a novice with the cup. And I know, speaking of taboo, can you walk me through how, like literally how to use it? <laughs> with the, you know, in terms of like, do you pinch it to close it and insert it? Or what? what is the step-by-step?
0: I'll share that for sure. I think that it's helpful for everybody. And it's the number one question that we're asked. So this is our smaller cup. It's our our soft cup. But It's just you first do some origami. So you just fold it. A lot of people like this C fold, or you can do what's called a punch down fold, just like that. And it makes it to about the same width as a a tampon. And then you insert it into the vagina and you insert it more horizontally towards your tailbone, not as much vertically like you would with a tampon. And you let it pop open. And it has this nice little pop when it (laughs) opens up. If it hasn't opened all the way, then you want to spin it a little bit to make sure that there's no folds. So that it doesn't, you know, leak. If there's, if there's, you know, a little bit of folds, it kind of feels like that folded sock in your shoe, too, right? It doesn't feel comfortable. So you want to make sure it's popped open all the way and it's directly under your cervix. Uh, people who have any leaking issues, it's really just about placing it directly under your cervix, and I can talk about that in a minute. But, but you want it to fit directly under. It can also be inside your cervix. It can be higher up. It can be lower. And it all depends on just your anatomy. So, and then you can wear it for. About three to six hours on your heavy days, it just depends on you know if you're an average bleeder or a heavier bleeder on how long it'll last, or up to twelve hours on your lightest days and then when you take it out, you pinch it at the base so you don't pull on the stem, uh not a pull tab, but and the reason why is because it's suction, so it has a suction seal and it has these little air holes where if you if you push the base, then it pops out the air through those air holes and it breaks the suction. Um, But otherwise, then you're just pulling hard. So you don't want that to be painful. So pinch at the base, you just wiggle it out, you dump it, and then you can give it a rinse. If you're on the toilet, you can take a little water bottle with you. We actually sell these little, I don't have one with me, but (laughs) little salt um, travel kits where it just has a little water bottle about this size where you can rinse it right there on the toilet, or you can use toilet paper, or you just can put it right back in. It just came from there. And then you reinsert it. And then you know, continue to wear it through your period. So then once you're complete with your period, then you'll want to wash it. Um, We sell a steamer where you can steam it to fully sanitize it. You can boil it, but the steamer is so much easier. You can also put it in a, you know, mug in the microwave microwave for five minutes and it'll
1: do the same thing. That's the basic. Yeah, that's the basic. I would say when I first started using a cup, I was telling everybody, you know, It's kind of interesting if you start when you're young because you've never really had your hands up there. the same level because with the tampon you don't really stick your hands up there but it was almost a nice way to like kind of get back in touch with your body and not be afraid of it because i think most of us are probably like oh that's gross like the biggest comments i would get like oh that sounds disgusting like who wants to see it but it's interesting because it actually makes you one like kind of like feel around a little bit you know you're not digging for gold but like whatever it is you're having like a little bit of a touch Um, to get a sense of like making sure you have it up high enough. But then the second part is, is when you actually pull the cup out, you're seeing your flow. And that was like the real, like, you know, light bulb moment for me of like, people are always asking on these surveys, like, what is your flow like? And they're listing it. But I think when you use a tampon, you really don't have a sense of exactly how your flow is, because it's obviously getting soaked up. So it's, I think, an also healthy way for you to be able to analyze your flow and your flow actually can tell you so much about, the state of your body, right?
2: And it's interesting. We forget that a menstrual cycle is also a detox in some ways for your body, and that's actually what I love about the underwear is that, as opposed to a tampon, as you said, which you know is changing the pH of you know of your body and, and really altering it, it just allows your body to do that natural cleansing that it's meant to every month, and you feel the difference in your cycle. Um, I really and you feel more in touch with your cycle. And it's, uh, yeah, I had the same experience in just using underwear, not the cup. And I'm, I'm sure it's, you know, I'm sure that I'll have the same when I, now that now that I'm not, now that I know how to use it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do a tutorial (laughs) on our takeaways. Um, But I think it really helps to empower women and just, having you create these products that helps empower women to have options, like you said, like it's a gift to even have these options, you know, in today's day and age and to really connect to our cycle. I think we've grown up and not being connected to our cycle. I'm such a big fan. We're really diving into eating for your cycle, working out for your cycle and, you know, having like the right products for your cycle and being able to go about your day. It's, you know, a whole new world. But it's funny that the younger generation, they actually have caught on. I'm curious what you know, allowed them to catch on to the cups. Because I think when I was doing it, the girls were in their 20s and I was surprised that they all used cups. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and we see it over and
0: over again. Yeah. We see the younger generation, (laughs) the ones who are adopting these products um, and looking at reusables and they care a lot about sustainability like you brought up before. And we've also seen exactly what you saw, and that's that when people start using cups and reusable products, they become more familiar with their body and flow and start to be empowered with a lot more education. And they're not scared you know, to look to feel up there and feel where their cervix is. That's one thing I was going to describe oh, yeah, to you. That's what my maybe. question was,
1: is how do you know where your cervix yes. is?
0: Yeah, because oftentimes we'll say, hey, do you have a low cervix, a high cervix? And mo- the answer for most people is that they, they have no idea. They haven't checked yeah. before. And it's really quite simple. You can insert your finger and your cervix feels like, your you know the tip of your nose just cartilage with a hole in it and if you can't feel it then you probably have a high cervix and if you can feel it about to the middle of your finger then you have a medium cervix and if you you know you hit it right about here then you probably have a low cervix. I have a low cervix I've had six kids and oftentimes your you know uterus can move down after you've had children and it moves down and it moves during your cycle as well. And so if you have a lower cervix then our smaller cup is better for you. Um, although People can use our regular size cup. These are are both smalls. This is our original firmness. This is our softer firmness cup. And this is our regular firmness, regular size cup. And this one can hold three to four times um, a tampon. And these ones hold three times amount of a tampon. These are our discs discs can hold up to four tampons and this one can hold up to six
1: tampons i've never tried a disc
2: so how do you use the disc (laughs) talk us through that (laughs) those those of you who are listening the disc looks bigger than the cup right it It does it looks so daunting
0: you're like how can that fit in there we're like well it's not as big as a baby's head so i'm sure it can
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna (laughs) scare
1: people we're all moms usually so it's okay
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I don't know.
2: I have three C-sections. So
0: <laughs> I'll first start by saying that my daughter moved from our period underwear to our teen cup, to our small cup, to our regular cup. And now she uses our regular size disc. Wow. Which is so for anyone who's scared, uh, she loves a disc. I love the disc too. I, I use a disc actually primarily. I think that as cup users, we start to look at uh, other options and other innovations in the space and, you know, are looking for more solutions. And a lot of cup users are actually switching to this because they prefer them even more. Um, They look a lot like a diaphragm. They sit in the posterior fornix, much like diaphragms do. And the way you fit it in is you pinch it into figure eight. (laughs) And then it looks less daunting. It looks about the size of a tampon. And I'm going to use a bigger one so that you're not scared here that it really can't fit, but you put it into the vaginal canal, just like you would with a tampon. And it, instead of sitting within the vaginal canal, like a cup does and using a suction seal, it sits on the skeletal structure of your pelvic bones. And so it doesn't require that suction to seal. So if you have um, a weak pelvic floor, then the disc is a really great option because for those who have a weak pelvic floor, the the cup might work work its way down a little bit and move on them because it's, it's, there's not enough firmness there to hold it in place and it can come out. And so we recommend this. If you have a weak pelvic floor, there's also other great reasons for it. You put it in and really there's a little shelf that you can feel that is just where your pubic bone is. And you just push it up into that shelf, just like that. And it just sits up right under your cervix, but above the vaginal canal. Um, And it's magical. A lot of people experience less leaks with the disc, but the number one benefit of the disc is you can have mess-free period sex.
2: Wow. <laughs> you can have, se- you could have with sex that. with that inside you? Yes. Like a
0: diaphragm. Yeah. So EC has a really flexible basin. Yeah. Um, so instead of sitting in the canal, like the cup, you can't have sex with, with the cup in because it sits in the canal. Though Some people have done it and said they don't feel anything, but um, but this is specific. Like a lot of reasons why, why cup users will also have a disc is to use it for period sex.
2: So but just yeah, to be, it be clear, is. it is not contraception. No. <laughs> yeah. It does not guarantee that you won't get it pregnant. I, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it does <laughs> Although a lot of people
0: have actually used cups or discs to help get pregnant. So after sex, they'll put it in, you know, to try to keep, you know, the sperm there. Again, this I'm is anecdotal. Sorry. It's not something that will market, but a lot of people swear that it's helped them with fertility. So interesting.
1: I love that. This, I think, but yeah, has been when, you take, so when you go I to remove the disc, know. we have this yes. custom
0: finger notch right here and you just you feel for it finger and, in, and you just pull it right back out.
1: Would you say is a cup versus a disc is one messier than the other? Because I know a lot of moms are thinking that.
0: <laughs> I, I, would say, I would say, so for beginners, it's always great to start with the cup. I think that it's, you know, it's a little bit easier to figure out right to the vaginal canal versus on the skeletal structure, but anybody can get it. People get it on their first tries every time. I would say the disc is slightly messier um, and just because it has this flexible base and it's not quite this like, you know, perfect cup that you can just easily dump out. So, you know, the blood can get a little bit more on the sides and so forth, but either one, it's actually cleaner than tampons and pads. And people are always surprised about that. They may make the switch because of cost savings or because of the sustainability factor, but they're always most surprised at the comfort level. They say, I can't even feel that it's in. I remember that when I was first using cups and switching over from tampons and I was just like, you know, most people where I'd use tampons, sometimes I would try the cup and and then I would get more used to it. And I'm like, I'm going to use a cup all throughout my period, right? It's, it's a process and that's perfectly fine. I would forget that I was on my period.
1: Yeah. I love that. I think the act of just exploring and evolving your habits is so important. And you actually just um, mentioned it. Can we discuss the cost savings of using, you know, underwear, cup, or any of the discs compared to our traditional period care methods?
0: Yes. So the cups provide the best cost savings. It's, you know, $29 price point. So you've got like a $30 price point. So you save, you know, the amount that you spend on the cup within a couple months. A lot of times people are spending $7 on a box of tampons. I know when I was buying tampons, I would always buy the mix and I would have some for my light days and some for super's. And so forth. And then there was always some that weren't used (laughs) Uh, along with that. Then you have the underwear. I've got some pairs here. This is our beautiful seamless. Oh, I love this. My kids use this every day, but this is also a 30 price point and it sounds really expensive. People all say, oh, that's so expensive for underwear until they realize the technology that it brings and the freedom that it brings when you wear it. Because, you know, we don't skimp on the technology or we really have a premium underwear. It took three and a half years to develop our gusset technology. Look how thin this is.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. This gusset
0: that can hold up to three pads worth of flow is that thin. So like you said, I love that you're talking about before just how, how you have really learned that you can use it for working out, that you can use it for every day, that it's so comfortable, that it feels like regular underwear. That was what we set out to do when we created our underwear, We, I I tried out a lot of different underwear. It felt really bulky. I still felt very wet in competitors. And I would tell my husband and our PD team, I want to be able to develop something that feels just like regular underwear. And we were able to do that through our gusset technology. It has these unique channels. I don't know if you can see it in the video, but it's got these unique channels that will distribute the liquid all throughout the gusset. And then the top layer Makes it so that the gusset, so that the flow stays within the absorbent fabric, which is the second layer. And then there's a waterproof barrier. So you have those three layers and the the liquid won't come back up through the top layer. So you feel dry on top. It's a really unique technology that we're able to develop as we looked at the technology within the outdoor industry and bring it into period care. Um, And it's been really amazing. And people will wear underwear and say, oh my gosh, it feels so good that I want to wear it every day. And I want to talk about that for a moment because that's the ha moment that we really want for everybody who tries salt products is that really we should have absorbency in our everyday underwear. And that's because as women, we are having some kind of leakage for 24 days out of our, the 28 day cycle on average. And that's between discharge and then the increase of flow when you're going through ovulation and then you have period week. And then, you know, oftentimes when you get older, you've had six kids like me, then you'll have the little bladder leaks when you sneeze. And, you know, people who are in menopause, you have that as well. And then you have, you know, when you're having children, then you have postpartum bleeding. So really for most of the phases of a woman's life, you have leakage. And, you know, it's any wonder that we have these cotton gussets. That is the go-to standard when cotton isn't it does not dry easily. <laughs> it absorbs it, really it, well. Yeah. And so it stays wet and it can lead to infections. It can lead to yeast infections and a lot of irritation down there. We really need something that keeps you dry and that's moisture wicking.
2: Yeah. And which is so, which is safe, as we were saying before. I mean, it's so fantastic to have something also because regular underwear can have chemicals as well. And so when you're using something that you know and you trust, it's uh, an extra benefit. Yeah, and there's a lot of
0: misconceptions, right? People will say, "Oh, we need to have cotton because that's the organic option, that's the go-to option." You know, we and we do have polyester in our gusset. People say, "You know, why do you have the polyester?" Well, it's actually better for your vaginal health to have it be dry and to have a fabric technology that keeps you dry versus having the cotton that will remain moist and that you know can lead to bacterial growth. I
1: think that's so helpful. We are lucky that to offer our listeners a twenty percent discount. Um, we'll have the code in the show notes. It's Well dropped Twenty. New year, new you, whatever it may be. I just want or, to end on- Or preteen
2: girls like yeah. we all have too. Yes. I love wearing it just to prepare because I. every woman in my family from my grandmother through my daughter has had that exact experience of bleeding in an embarrassing way. Uh, and so I. it's great to think about being prepared for that.
1: I think it's so empowering for the girls. I'm really, I'm so excited to, you know, share- your mission with our audience and just, I just want to close out on, can you just speak about quickly the sustainability of your products compared to some of the traditional methods? I think it's really important because that was a, you know, a big educating moment for me when I first started to use the cups.
0: Yeah. Well, in the U S alone, we, we have 20 billion menstrual products that are disposed of into our landfills, into our waterways And one cup can displace up to 3,000 of those disposables. And, you know, tampon applicators are actually one of the most common items that are found on beaches. And it takes longer for that to degrade than the the average reproductive lifespan of an average woman. We'll go through 11,000 tampons in our menstrual cycle. So it's huge for sustainability for the health of our planet to be able to switch to reusables. We also use uh, recycled water bottles within our fabric technology. And, you know, the underwear has a lifespan of, you know, three to four years, depending on how long you use it. And so that's also displacing hundreds of pads and tampons. So really, really important for the sustainability of our planet and also for helping end period poverty. I'm happy to report that just this year, um, at the end of the year, we'll be donating our 100,000th product to women and girls across the world. We've donated them in 50 countries and we're reaching 100,000 donations since our launch in 2018. So it's it's, it's really big to who we are, our social mission to help empower women with these products, and then also help our planet, and then help us to just have better
2: lives to have more leak proof and you know confidence every day. Thank you so much. Really, thank you for taking the time to come and chat with us, and for educating us, and for your vision um, for a better world for all girls all over the world. Uh, we really appreciate everything.
1: Thank you, Dina. Thank you so much, Amber. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode at The Well Drop. Please subscribe and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Well Drop.
0: The Well Drop podcast and content posted by Amber Berger and Dina Wismer is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast or website is at the user's own risk. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. The WellDrop is not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this
2: podcast.